It's time for counterculture. Are you tired of how divided we are? Let's find the peacemakers. Think everyone is mean and selfish? Let's talk to those who are helping us all be more loving and caring. Think our culture is going downhill? Let's meet those who are helping us flourish. And now your host, Jonathan Sanborn. And hello again. Thank you so much for tuning in to Counterculture. I am your host, Jonathan Sanborn. It's summer here in Phoenix, but we had a little reprieve, a little bit of, you know, when we get below 100, it feels like spring. And I don't know, that's the weirdness of Arizona, It's because there's a big difference between 98 degrees and 117. So I, I so I could say I have a spring in my step, walked the dog this morning, and I wasn't burning my feet and wishing I would die. I was actually enjoying it. But really, there's, there's always something to love about Arizona. Come back in December, and you can lie out by the pool. Hey. There's so much we got going, as we all know here. I'm excited about this show. Um, uh, the, today, we have calling in from lovely Arkansas. Is that right? That's right. right. Little Rock, Arkansas. Little Rock, Ar- lovely Little Rock, Arkansas. We have Christy Irwin. And if I may have just heard a little bit of a little accent, if, if that's correct. <laughs> yeah, probably so, yes. Little little south, little southern Yeah. Here. Yes, absolutely. So. Here's a, before I even get into anything and even who you are, do I have an accent to you? You have a profound radio television voice. <laughs> That's right. People say I have the so voice for radio. Oh, I, don't yes. know. I have the voice for well, radio and the face for radio. No, 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 no. We won't go there. We won't go there. But you definitely have the voice. So Ah, accent or not, it's perfect. That's right. (laughs) I wish I could turn that voice into singing. I I would have lived my lifelong dream of being in a band. But it would have been. Punk. Oh, I love it. Yeah, but it's okay. But I'll just <laughs> I'll just be the radio guy, and I, I'm very happy. It's been yeah. exciting. So Christy is the founder and executive director of Project Zero. We're going to learn about that yeah. on this. Can't wait to hear about it. She's the author of The Middle Mom: How to Grow Your Heart by Giving It Away. She has received numerous awards. Get get ready, everyone. Listen, hear this. She including Congressional Coalition on Adoption, the Angel in Adoption, the. Arcan- and, and in Arkansas as the American Mother of the Year and the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, the Adoption Excellence Award. Holy smokes. Oh, goodness. That's some no, serious no. awards. I, why, I mean, you're even talking to me is pretty amazing. Oh, please. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm just a mom, a housewife, a sociology major. Yeah. All those little things. So. Oh, and you're so humble. I uh, yeah. So the, oh. the, the humble mom award. I so no. I can't wait to hear about all this stuff. What <laughs> those don't just come out of nowhere. Those are re- reflective. Some oh. re- awesome stuff. So and no, but we need to start before we get into anything else. You just had yes. some big news happen, like the last <gasps> day, right? Tell I got to hear yes. about it. I did. I had my fourth granddaughter. Holy yesterday. smokes! Yesterday in the. Yes, yesterday morning within a three-hour period from <laughs> racing to the hospital. Wow. To I checked into the hospital at 8.05 with my daughter and uh, and son-in-law, and at 8.47, Holy our smokes. baby girl was born. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Boom. So we're, we're excited. So we're, we're a little girl-heavy now. We have one grandson and three granddaughters. So <laughs> well, we're excited. If we were in person in this interview, we could light up cigars together and celebrate, right? <laughs> 
Let, let's just put it this way. If you saw me right now, I'm wearing my brand new pink T-shirt that says Kiki on it. <laughs> my name is Kiki. My husband's name is Boomer because he's from Kiki Oklahoma. And, oh. So Kiki and Boomer, our house is called Ki- Camp Kiki Boom Boom. Camp, Camp, Camp Kiki, Kiki Boom Boom. Camp Kiki Boom Boom. I yes. love that. So, yeah. That's, lots going on at Camp Kiki Boom Boom. Seriously. You, that's like a... <laughs> You're so you're you're you've got this gift of making really cool names and brands. I think <laughs> if 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 the oh, whole mom thing weren't ever to work out, you could be like this yes. awesome brand manager because every time you describe <laughs> something, you've got this really cool. Kiki's an awesome it name. Boomer's of, cool. Oh man, Camp Kiki Boom Boom. Yeah, can do it. It is kind of a it is kind of a thing with me. I, I will say. So. <laughs> I <can see> <laughs> anyway, so so we like to play to start our show. We call a game called Fake yes. News. Where you name two yes. things about yourself, one that's true and one that's not true, and you did give me your bio, so I know a few things, but I don't. Yes. But so say something, and I try to guess okay. which is fake. So you want me to? You want me to just put them? Put both of them, put both out, of them there out there, and, and I'm yes. going to try to guess in okay. any order, and I'll try to guess. Okay. All right. And um, my first one is, I adore and collect giraffes. You collect giraffes, okay? Yes. Kiki likes giraffes. Okay. Uh, Yes. My second thing is my grandmother was six feet tall. Your grandmother was six feet tall. Okay. So one, there weren't a lot of six feet tall women in the back. I mean, that's more and more unusual the farther back you go. I'm guessing. Mm -hmm. People Mm -hmm. tended to be shorter. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to say that is fake news. Am I wrong? You're wrong. Ah! My grandmother on my dad's side of the family was six feet tall okay. and wore a size 10 shoes. Oh, my goodness. Wow. And my dad is almost 6'7". So, and he was her only, their only baby because he weighed 12 pounds. <laughs> I'm done. So, I'm so done. That's true. I, do not, I mean, giraffes are okay, but no, I don't collect them, and I'm not, a, I'm not in you Wait, know, so they're both fake. No, my oh, grandmother. Your mother. Oh, so your giraffe. There we go. Your giraffes were fake, my, and so the, the your okay. mother. Your yeah. wow. So here's yeah. the. <laughs> I get on a little streak, like about, and then I just start to fail miserably. So I'm pretty much a no. coin toss, but that's okay. okay. <laughs> it keeps me humble. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. That's I'm sorry. okay. I let you down. On <laughs> <laughs> so let's go back in time. It's 1993. Okay. okay? okay. So you and okay. your husband Jeff, or Boomer. Right. Or make a big decision. What happened in 1993? In 1993, we had three preschoolers. We had a five-year-old, a two-year-old, and a one-year-old. And um, I was sitting in my living room, just a brief little story. Sitting in my living room one afternoon, my boys were asleep, and I was rocking my daughter, who was a year old at the time. She's the one that had the baby yesterday. And... um, And the Lord just, I was just thinking about her and how blessed I was and how much I love babies. I've always loved babies. And, um, you know, then I just, my my mindset began to change and it began to go to the kids who didn't have anybody to rock them and Mm. whose parents weren't feeling blessed or weren't, you know, weren't able to care for them. And and it just, my heart just began to break. And this song just came out of me that was just, it was, it was just, I don't know, unexplainable. And I just felt the Lord say to my spirit, if that makes sense, um, it's time for you, my child, to do more than say you're pro-life. The world, mm. the 
mm-hmm. world has seen enough picketing, marching, judgment, uh, name calling, you know, standing on a Bible. It's time for action to be put behind those sometimes empty pro-life Right, words. yep. And so from that moment, um, Jeff got home and I sang him this song. I think he, he thought I'd been with preschoolers a little too long that day. <laughs> uh, but then I began to share my heart with him, and we began to pray and to seek out what that was going to look like. And and quite honestly, since we had three preschoolers, I really thought it might be something with birth mothers. I didn't know. And I and right. through, you know, as we prayed, and it's a longer story than I have time to share today, um, we ended up becoming foster parents for newborns with a private nonprofit Christian adoption agency. Interesting. Okay. And, Yes, and so that was that was almost 28 years ago, obviously, and uh, that calling um, has been morphed and evolved and flipped on its side, and but it has never wavered to mm. make sure that children who are, you know, we don't we don't really use the term orphan in what we do because we work so closely with the state and it's not really a term they love. No, no. But a modern day orphan to, to do our part on behalf of those kids, those modern day orphans who need to see that they are valuable, they're worthy, Mm. they're precious, whether they're a newborn baby or they're 21 years old, like the young man I've been dealing with this week. And Mm. so like I said, it began there, and over the course of time, it has moved from uh, fostering for 19 years to adopting our two youngest children yes. uh, to now being a fierce advocate on behalf of the wedding kids in my state and across the nation. That's an incredible story, and and you, if this is if this is not a typo, you've fostered over 50 children. Yes, yes. How is that possible? Uh, is this well? One newborns, they're coming into yes. your life. You're there for them as life transitions, or maybe someone else is waiting. Yes. How well, beyond right. that? Tell me what that looks like. Well, you know, with, with the newborns, we did eleven years with with actually it's Bethany Christian Services. Yes, um, we did eleven years with them, and so it was. It, you know, it, it was. We we called it the Country Club of Foster Care because they yeah. were just there, just kind of pampering you and. And then the Lord just really began to stir because there was less need for that, um, you know, because babies were needing to go directly to their adoptive families, and and that was the best thing for them. Right. So there really wasn't the need, and so um, we we made the move to DCFS along with three of our close friends. Their families moved with uh, along at the same time, and we said we lost our country club membership at that point right. because it was it rocked our worlds, and it was a very different. Um, Dynamic. Little did I know that it would it would set the stage for a a deep partnership um, with DCFS, uh, both personally and you know professionally with Project Zero. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was it was a foster care is a powerful and beautiful thing if you are fostering the way that I feel like God intends it, which is being sold out to the kiddos that come into your home and opening your arms, letting all of your inhibitions and all of your fears and all of your worry about what it's going to cost you drop to the ground and just embracing that child with everything you've got. It's a beautiful thing. 
but it's also gut-wrenching yeah. and will send you to your bed to cover up your head with grief. Because, yeah. uh, And that was something that startled me, the very first baby we had. And I wasn't ready for that. I wasn't expecting that. And the Lord really said to me in that moment, um, you know, this is the cost to you, the sacrifice of doing what I've called mm-hmm, you to do. Mm-hmm. You know? and, um, and that has manifested itself in many different ways. Right over the last 28 years. You um, you bring up an interesting yeah. like a principle of ministry and it comes across in both in a number of like not just in foster care but across the spectrum right. of that when God calls us into a place there is so often this laying down of our lives. It's mm. the it's the walk it's the carrying the cross. It we it's yeah. sure it's oh let's kick, let's pick up a cute little baby and keep them in our house uh-huh. for in a nice little nursery for a, a few yeah. weeks as things transition. That's not laying down your life. I mean, but it's no. but the messiness no. of a fourteen year old who's been abused yeah. and in trauma yeah. and you're the not the problem, but you're the focus of the problem in their mm-hmm. head. And, that's right. And that that's a whole that's a laying down of your life. That's a taking up your cross. So right. I often think the right. but that's yet that's the call we're called to. Yeah. Um, and so I'm glad you're saying that because it's easy to ma- sentimentalize foster right. care as this. Oh, help the help the little kids do something. Yeah. You know, cuddle. Yeah. You know, I love love you what you're sharing learn, that. Yeah, you'll learn more about yourself in the process and and our own selfishness, and um, it it just it becomes just very apparent both in foster care and adoption. Mm. Um, and and you know just learning the goodness of God and and His provision and that things aren't always as I wanted them to be you know fun and games and and lovely and like you mentioned earlier with a cutesy little name to go right. along with it right no you know that that you know serving God at this guttural level is going to cost yes and. Sometimes that cost is money. Sometimes it's time. Sometimes it's emotional, uh, you know, freak out moments. Right, right. Other times it's grief. Um, it's it's questioning him. Yeah. And him being big enough to understand and right. accept those questions. Um, you know, and, and I've been there many times where I, you know, I was there this week with a boy that I've been working with mm. for, you know, for, for many years. And it's, it's a vicious cycle, and I, you know, people this week that I love and trust, and wise people have said to me this week, "You cannot save him," you know. Yes. And so it, it's a, it's the the cost of, you know, everything you've got, and so you know that that's what we're looking for in families for our kids that are waiting with right. Project Zero is is people who are willing to do what you just said a moment ago, and that's to lay down their lives on behalf of one child yeah. or team wow. or sibling group, you know. If if you're just tuning in, we have uh, – this is Jonathan Sanborn with Counterculture, and we're talking with Christy Irwin, uh, director of Project Zero, the incredible ministry of calling people to care uh, for the orphan, to care for – to mm-hmm. open up – not just care for, to open up their mm-hmm. life, to lay down their life 
for a child in so desperate a need. And really, honestly, you're, that's a picture of the gospel is what you're describing, right. and I love uh, it. So thank you for calling uh, for this. I, you wrote a book. Uh, actually, well, why don't we get to the book? Near, I want to just make sure we, people understand what Project Zero is. Okay. So what Absolutely. is? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Project Zero uh, is a is a nonprofit, and our goal is very simple: it's to have zero kids in foster care waiting to be adopted mm-hmm. in our state of Arkansas, and then maybe beyond. But at least right now, uh, it's the state of Arkansas. Right. And so. Um, everything we do, every prayer we pray, every uh, event we host, every uh, crazy outside-the-box idea we have is all about finding families for every single one of our waiting kids. Mm. And, um, you know, we are passionate about that. We believe that waiting kids deserve the very best we have to offer that they deserve the very best family that fits their needs, um, that they are valuable and unique and precious, and that they need to know that. They need to be number one in somebody's life. Yes. And they don't need to be defined by their past and by decisions that were made for them by others. Yes. And so, um, you know, just quickly, we do that several ways by raising awareness. So many people are are unaware that in our country there are around 122,000 kids who are waiting for a family today Yes, who are free and clear for adoption and need somebody to say yes. Um, so we do that through our heart gallery, which are professional photos of waiting kids. We have mm. three exhibits that travel the state. We have the only on- online exhibit in our state uh, with, in partnership with DCFS. And so uh, on our website and... Um, then the second part of that is we began several years ago working with a filmmaker named Nathan Willis to create short films of waiting kids. Mm. And what that does is a photo will move you when you look into the eyes sure. of a child. It's not just a number. It's a it's a an actual child who needs right. Movie. It's a fate. Right. But there's something about seeing them and hearing them and watching them that compels you to action. For our listeners, so, we have a heart gallery in Arizona, and mo- many states yes. have something like that. But the videos, tell me more yes. about that. That is, in fact, I just sent someone to the Ar- to the Arizona Heart Gallery this week. They oh, reached out to us and said, hey, do you have a link to Arizona? Anyway, so um, just a side note. Yeah. <laughs> um, the short films, uh, really, it's just um, giving them a voice, giving kids an opportunity to share their stories, as much of it or as little of it as they want to, in their own words, in their own way, in their own time. Um, and sometimes it's, it's gut-wrenching to hear. I mean, right. it is to sit there and, and you know, be um, in the shoot listening. Um, other times it, it's just, well, it's always moving, uh, and, and it's, it changes lives. And we've seen, um, you know, we, we had a girl not long ago, who just shared her heart, a teenager, her heart gallery photo would not have generated inquiries about her. Yeah. I mean, it was just a, a fairly normal, you know, she's, she was like, is like 15. Right. And, but her short film just got to the bottom. She talked about all the things she loved. She talked about she wanted a family that went to church and that would help mm. her seek God and all of these things. And I mean, we blew up with inquiries about her. Wow. And it wasn't long before a family had been selected for her. Yeah. And so that's what we're able to, to see 
when we give kids a voice, and they yeah. deserve that. And so we're in the process of hopefully getting uh, a film about every wedding child by the end of the year. We've, we're working to do that uh, feverishly. Yes. Um, because they, you know, it, it just makes such a difference. And then the second thing we do is build hope in waiting kids. Hope mm-hmm. is lost the longer kids wait. Yes. And so uh, we host, except for during COVID, uh, we're getting back to hosting monthly connection events which are fun, crazy, outside-the-box events for waiting kids and for families who have completed the process are waiting to adopt. So mm-hmm. it's not open to the public, but they come together and families are built that way. And then the last thing we do is help connect waiting kids with the Right Forever family through our partnership with DCFS and just doing a lot of one-on-one, talking with families, emailing with families, and helping them you know, get through the process and right. and. Uh, you know, be matched with a child. DCFS is D- Department of Children and Family Services, and in Arizona, we yes. we use Department of Children's uh, Department of Child Services, and and oh, okay. uh, so we yeah. just so just so people know, we have a, a similar organization. It's okay; every state yes. and county has their own abbreviation. So, just so people know, absolutely. Um, just as we're we're just about five minutes left, um, I wanted to hear just a little bit about your book. Uh, it's called uh, "The Middle Mom: How to Grow Your Heart by Giving yes. It Away." Yes, it's old now. I can't believe it's like, I think, 12 years old. But it it really just chronicles my journey, uh, my calling uh, to foster. And uh, so really the Project Zero part is not even in there, nor is our son that we adopted okay. after mm. the book came out. But mm. um, it, it just basically is just my heart, um, you know, for what God called me to do. And then just stories kind of, you know, filling in there um, about you know, about our time fostering and, you know, adding our daughter uh, to our family through adoption. And um, I just I just knew it was time. I had kind of been piddling with the idea for years and then kind of at one of the busiest times of my life, it was like, you know, it's, it's time now, so let's get that, mm-hmm. let's get that written. And so, um, yeah, and it, and it basically the title, The Middle Mom, is, because I didn't ever feel like I would adopt. I right. felt like, you know, we had opportunities and the Lord never gave the yes. Right. And so I thought we were going to be in the middle. We weren't going to be the birth parent. We weren't going to be the adoptive parent or right. reunified birth parent. Uh, we were going to be in the middle. So that, that's the scoop on that. But the prince, I think it's so profound to say to grow your heart by giving it away. That's a yeah. very profound yeah. statement um, because yes, we think of I protecting our heart. That. What's that? Yes. I can take no credit okay. for that. That was all Jason Weber. Oh, yes. That was his byline. <laughs> that guy. He's got a lot of good stuff to say. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to take any credit for that. But, yes, I agree. It's, it's, um, you know, it speaks volumes to what foster care really is and adoption. Yes. Because um, And I think that's, again, going back to the laying down your cross, it's the same laying down your heart because we're we're fearful of having our heart broken or so we protect our heart and we can sometimes even use Bible verses to justify protecting our heart, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, right. Yet that isn't really the principle. I, uh, the, I mean, the overarching principle of laying down your life and even giving your yeah. heart away is f- yeah. far more, that's the way of the cross and it's the way of Jesus. Yes, that's, that's powerful. And I think, you know, at the end of the, the last chapter of the book, the book was already finished. It was has already had already been edited. Everything had been done. 
and we had the worst experience that had ever happened in our foster care journey happen. Mm. And my husband said to me, you know, you know, you've got to write about that. Yeah. And I said, I I don't know if I can. And he said, you've got to. And so we added that on to the end. And that particular chapter, which was about a, a little girl that, you know, we'd been on the reunification train and then that went the other direction and we got on the adoption train when that, when that turned to that. And we thought we were going to adopt her. And after 16 months, in the course of three hours of an afternoon, everything changed and she left, never to be seen again. And so that particular chapter is what women from all over have messaged me about Mm. over the years. Just saying it's so profound to know somebody that understands where I'm at, you know, and so even that, even with your heart being broken, because your heart will be broken. Yeah. Uh, it will be, and um, well, it, so honestly, broken brokenhearted ministry. I'm 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 gonna like trademark uh, that. <laughs> it's the way. To, wow. It's the only way to go. Um, yes. Christy, this has been a great conversation. In the last uh, minute, how can people learn more about Project Zero? Project Zero. We're online at www.theprojectzero.org, mm-hmm. and you can check out what we do in our heart gallery. And then we have a a lot of stuff going on on our Facebook page, it's okay. Project Zero, and that's a place where you can you can you can just get involved with the stories, the kids. We have people praying for specific kids from all over the the country, and even we got an inquiry from Australia this week. Amazing, Christy. This has just been an incredible conversation. Thank you so much. God bless you and Project Zero. Thank you for calling in. Blessings. Thank you so much, Jonathan. Have a great day. You too. Bye bye. Thank you for listening today. Counterculture is made possible by Care Portal, helping local churches help children and families in crisis. Sign up you and your church today at careportal.org. This program was sponsored by Care Portal.